Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, abundant soul. Today's episode, it's solo and it might not be as short as my usual Friday quickies because today I'm going to be sharing with you my positive birthing story. And uh, it's really interesting because I feel like I really gave myself some time and some grace to process it all. I feel like sometimes we just rush through what we experience to share it right away without processing it, without really embodying it, without really being present to it. So it's funny because our baby girl, Sophia Marie, was just um, a couple of days ago. She was 10 weeks. When you're listening to this, she's going to be over, I don't know, three, four months, something like that. But I really gave myself time to be fully present because that's one of the things that I knew I wanted. I wanted to be fully present when and if I become mother. And I jokingly said it many years ago, maybe a decade ago, that if I will have a kid, I will want to be home with them. Mind you, when I was sharing this, I was still working in a corporate and I was still like, not believing in myself, not feeling worthy, not feeling deserving. I was back then still in my first toxic marriage. And um, so sharing this or saying this was just like a joke. And it's so beautiful. It may be a little scary to know that the universe is always listening. Because when I share it, I could never see my way having a business, working a couple days a week and being able to be fully present mama to our beautiful daughter. And maybe, maybe in the future, my husband is already ready for the next kids. I'm like, let's be enjoy the first one a little bit. So to our bird story, I call it positive bird story. And it's a beautiful bird story because our baby girl was born at home and I feel like even though it wasn't exactly as I imagined, I feel like nothing can ever prepare you for these new powerful experiences. And uh, we did with my husband prepare for the birth with birthing classes. We did hypnobirthing. We chose to have a home birth. It's really funny because my husband, like a couple of years ago, he said like, oh, like when we have a kids, we'll do home birth. And I'm like, are you crazy? I'm not birthing at home. What if something happens? What if we need something? What if something goes wrong with the baby? And so me, the generator that I am five one, the one in me, the investigator started to do the research. And I started to research like, 
what are the percentages of birth in United States in hospitals that end up cesarean and the really the mortality of the mothers here in the United States it's so high in the hospitals we also watched the documentary the business of being birth and it just completely turned myself away from the hospital setting because i knew that I conceived our baby consciously. We conceive her consciously. We open up the birthing portal for her to come in a safe, loving space. So why would I want to bring her in a space that is not as safe as you might think, that might create interventions, inductions, and it's like on a time. It's on a time. And I didn't want to be timed when I am birthing our baby girl. I wanted to know that I'm feeling safe, I'm feeling comfortable, and she comes in a place that is filled with love, and it's filled with the ease, and listen, birth is everything but ease, and I wanted the, the environment to feel like that. So we chose our midwife and doula, and we are so thankful we are so thankful for Tiffany Gonzalez and and Heidi, who was our doula and, and you know midwife, because they were with us there every step of the way before our baby girl came until the day she came. Now let's get to the day. Let's get right into that juicy story, because that's why you're here. That's why you want to hear this. And um, when I was preparing for birthing, I was doing hypnobirthing classes because. The beliefs that I used to have about birth is that it it is terrific, that it's horrible, that it's painful, that it's traumatic. My own mom said that, like, you know, she always did just the comments, not any details, because she was like, I don't remember 40 years later. But she was always making comments like how hard it was and how difficult it was and how you know, she was challenged and she gave a birth to me back in Czech Republic in a hospital setting, which when she was birthing me, she was 17. So when I did one time breathwork session, I could see how scared and alone she was there and how uncomfortable. And, you know, in a, in a hospital setting, they make it comfortable for the doctors, not for the patients, not for the mama. So when I was going into getting ready for my birth, I had to work through fears and doubts. And can I really do this? And I don't like pain. I don't know about you, but I was like, can I really do this? Can I withhold this? So a lot of books later, a lot of reading later, a lot of meditation. I was doing hypnobirthing, hip, uh, hypnosis every night and affirmations, positive birthing affirmations every morning. And when it came to a birthing day, it was August 15, 2023. And it was 1am that I woke up and I felt like, just like a crumbs in my belly, but I was feeling like, oh, like, so these are like the, these are the contractions that are getting me ready because I was still one week before, exact to be six days before our due date. And with the first baby, they usually say that usually they stay like past two, not our baby girl. <laughs> so it was 1 a.m. when I started to feel like crumbs and I'm like, let me just go to the bathroom and like get some relief. So I went to the bathroom and I went back to the bed and I could not sleep anymore. It was just 
coming and going, the surges, surges are contractions. We call it surges in, in hypnobirthing because it's more positive language. The surges were coming more and more often. And I'm like, oh, just for fun, let's time it. Because when it's the like, the preparing you surges, there are not, the intervals, there are not coming exact it's it's going to be like sporadic so i'm like oh let's just look and they were coming like every 10 to 8 minutes and then every five minutes and so i was just going like to the bathroom just to sit and back to the bed and then around 3 a.m my husband was waking up to go to the bathroom and i didn't want to wake him up because i didn't know is this the real deal or you know, how, how long is this going on? And I feel like in my head, I still couldn't believe like, this is it. I was thinking is just the preparing, you know, the preparing your body. And so I told him like, honey, I'm having surges for last couple hours. He was like, oh, what do you want me to do? I'm like, no, just go to the bathroom and let's set up a bath because I wanted some relief. And I am such a water lover that I knew even though, you know, I never birthed before. I was like, I want to birth in water. So our doula mm, also has a business for birthing tops. So it was a perfect combination. So my husband just went to the bathroom and started my bath. And I'm like, just, just turn on some candles or something. Because it was one week before the due date. I didn't like prepare anything. You know, I just put like crystals around the bath, uh, rose quartz. And I had a candle that I wanted to use that it was called rebirth. Because I knew that with the birthing, I will rebirth myself. But kind of nothing else. There was still like a couple dishes from like dinner that we left in a bathroom. So we don't have to go downstairs, which stay there the whole night. And so at three o'clock, after a little bit after three, I got into the bath. And then 3.30, we call our doula because I'm like, this is intense. Like this is not preparing. This is every freaking five minutes. And it lasted a long time. I felt like there were no breaks, you know, like there were, but so short. And so we called her and she was like, yeah, like, are you sure? You know, and, and just like really checking how am I feeling? And when she heard me going through the surges, she was like, okay, I'm packing now. I'm going to bring, like prepare the birthing top and I will be there. She lives around 30 minutes away. So in the meantime, I was just squeezing the hand of my husband and just breathing through it and then she came around I believe around 4 30 mind you like I know these times just because I check with Chris and then it's just like you're going in and out like I there was just times that I completely lost time track of time which is like a miracle for the mamas and so I went there and when she came she just check on me check on you know, how am I feeling? Um, give me some massages for my back and started to prepare the birthing top. And I was just in the bathtub. And then I just went to the bathroom because, you know, like you're meant to be shifting and changing positions so you can help your baby descending and going down. And I just felt like this is intense. So she started to like time my surges and then we also texted our midwife and the midwife doula, it's more of like emotional support for the mama and of course, physical support for the mama. 
the midwife is there to birth the baby. She's there to not birth the baby. She's there to catch the baby and prepare the mama. So usually the midwives, they come a little bit later. And so she called her and updated her. Our doula called our midwife and updated her. And I was starting to get impatient. And I was starting to get a little bit like mad <laughs> because all of the classes that I did about gentle birth and about just breathing through it, I'm like, this breathing stuff isn't working for me. Why is it so intense? I want to just like pop out the baby like in, you know, couple hours because I read stories that, you know, even first time mamas, they birthed their baby in like three hours. And so I I felt like this, this inner frustration arising and the doubt arising. And in the meantime, my husband um, called our friend who lives like five minutes away from us. She's a professional photographer and she wanted to be on our birth. So he called her and I was so thankful for him because he was there. I don't even know how he managed it all because he was there like giving me. And, and that we did have ready. Like I had box ready with like a snacks for the birthing. So I had coconut water there, peanut butter and dates. So he he like brought it all up and he was giving me coconut water the whole time. I feel like I drank over like a gallon probably of the coconut water. I didn't, I had a couple sips of regular water, but I just wanted to really like coconut water. Thank goodness that we bought so many bottles. But he was like holding my hand through every search. Plus Heidi was looking in my eyes, our doula, and just holding my hand, massaging my lower back you know, giving me cold um, towels on my head because I felt like so incredibly like hot and I was sweating. And um, then our friend, Pavlina, the photographer came and our doula, uh, our midwife came. And it's just, I don't know, there was like this in and out of reality, like being there with my body. And I know I felt there was still a little bit of fear. Like there was like, there is no way back, you know, like once you're birthing, there's no way back. And I also told our doula, no matter what, as long as the baby is safe and she's okay, I don't want to go to hospital. I don't want any intervention. I don't want any epidurals. I don't want nothing, no drugs for her. I can handle this. It's one day I can do this. Then later I, I I heard that there are like women who are birthing even like three days, four days. So I'm so, so thankful that our wasn't this way. But I was just there in that intense experience. And then the doula told me to, to start moving it a little bit faster because what happens when you're in a birthing tub, comfortable in the water, well, comfortable as, you know, if we can call it this way being in that intense experience there in the water, it still like might slow down the bird because you like relax. So she was like, let's get out of the bathtub. Let's, you know, you can like walk or squat. Let's change some positions. So I went and I lie on the floor in our in our bedroom because we put our bathtub in our bathroom, which is connected to our bedroom. And so I was laying on the floor and I all I could feel is just pressure, such a big pressure. And I kept saying, like, I cannot hold, I cannot, I cannot do this anymore. Like this pressure, I can do that. And then, you know, it's it's just like when I was like, listen, this was like 
so wild and so raw and so like I didn't care about anything and anyone it was just me in my wild experience like moaning and really expressing myself loudly and screaming and it just brought the relief and when I'm laying on the floor you know like with one I just push and my water broke I just could feel just like the splash and we splashed the uh, I think the case camera case of of my friend, so it it got baptized <laughs> with the birthing water with the amniotic fluid. But that's when the the pressure a little bit relief, and uh, I was trying to change position, and I was trying to like really in a in a hypnobirthing. There's no pushing. There's just breathing baby down, which. I get, and I was doing some of that, but then with the pressure and intensity, I just wanted things to move. So I pushed there a few times. That's when the 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 water broke, but then I just didn't want to be there. Like I was leaning on my husband. I was leaning on Heidi. I didn't want to be in that experience. So I'm like, I want to go back to the birthing top. So we went back there. They were putting more on water. And that's when I got into the stage of like, they call it transition. When you're in transition, you're transitioning from, you know, the 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 first stage of birth when you're preparing the, the body and, you know, you have a strong surges into transition, which is before the baby actually like comes physically. And in transition, you can feel fear and doubt. And trust me, I felt it all. I was just saying like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be here. I don't want this. And I just kept repeating it. And then Heidi looked at me calmly, you know, when she was massaging my back and she's like, is there an alternative? And I passed. I was like, no, there is not. It just felt like there is no pause between the surges because normally like you have search maybe for like one minute and then you get a break. And I just felt like the intensity was just so powerful that I didn't feel any breaks. I'm like, she was like, oh, just like rest between surges. I was like, what do you mean? What rest? There is no rest. And I was being like really in awe. And 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 let me tell you, I never like curse as I as much as I did. My husband, he was like, in the six years that I know you, I never heard you curse as much as you did in like that day. Just letting it all out, whatever comes out, like physically and and you know like verbally however I wanted to express myself and that's why I feel like it's so important whatever you choose whether you choose hospital or birthing center or birthing home or free birth you have to be in a space that you are safe that you are comfortable to really express yourself and trust me there were a few times that I was in my head and I I almost felt guilty that it's taking a long time I look at you know the midwife I'm like this is taking too long I'm sorry I'm keeping you here like can you understand like I'm birthing and I have two professionals that we invested in to be there for me and I'm apologizing that it's taking too long and they're like, no, you're doing great. This is like fast. I'm like, this is fast? Oh my goodness. If this is fast, what is slow? Because it's just like, I didn't want to be in that experience. And then something shifted. And I realized that by saying, I don't want this, I cannot do this. I can't. Because whether you say you can or you can't, you're right. And that's, there was like this, a very very brief moment of clarity when I realized what is happening and I started crying and I say baby girl come 
I'm ready. That was the moment that I declared to her and to myself, I'm ready to be mother. I feel like up until that moment, I wasn't sure, can I do this? Not only birth her, but can I be a mother? Can I like uh, give away, give up my independence, my two hours in the morning journaling and having my flow? Can I do that really for one little human being? I couldn't understand it. And that was the moment when I say, Come, baby girl. I love you. Come to me. I will hold you. We can do this. Let's do this together. And that's when the baby girl really start coming and coming out. And for a while, she stay in, you know, in the birthing kind of like when she was coming out, her head was sticking out a little bit for like, I don't know how long, really. I wouldn't be able to tell you, but it felt like a long time because you know, Tiffany, our midwife, she's like, I know in hypnobirthing, you will learn just to breathe through it, but I need you to push because the baby girl, it's halfway head out and we got to get her out. So that was the moment when I, you know, I was still in a birthing pool and I was sitting there with the legs close to my shoulders. My husband was holding my legs and that's when I was pushing. And it was just... This feeling of like desperation, I want this to be done. I want my baby here. And I, you know, it it was just like, what else can I do? So we were changing a little bit position when I was like kneeling on one knee and, and just like with each search, like push. And uh, then I went back on my back because that felt like that was moving more. And that's when I started pushing but then I started to breathe through it and I could feel when I was breathing through it her head was moving slightly out and it's just incredible like I I put my hand there and I felt her like soft hairy head and I just could not believe it I could not believe it there's a human coming out of me it's just incredible it is incredible so you know the transition stage usually takes like it can take anywhere from like 10 minutes to like hours. I was in mine for two hours in a stage of fear and doubt. Like, can I do this? Can I do this? I don't want to do this. And then when I shifted, that's when the baby girl started to coming. That's when I realized that we are doing this together. It's not just on me and I will figure it out because I always did. So then, you know, with a few more pushes and, and, you know, like I was pushing a long time. It's not like I did two pushes and, and she was out. It was it was a while for me. Um, then, you know, Tiffany put her hands there and she held her as she was coming out and she pulled her out so quickly and put her on my chest. And I was there in disbelief and I started to cry. And I look at my husband who was the whole time there with me, holding me. I looked at him, I was like, we did it. She's here. And I cried and he had a tears in his eyes and I was holding this little slimy thing. And I'm just asking the midwife, is she okay? Is she okay? And she's like, yeah, don't worry. She's okay. I'm like, I cannot even see her. So she, she held her, you know, in front of me and I saw her face and I started crying because in that moment, I saw my grandmother's face there. I saw her eyes. I, I just, I saw her. I saw her in her and I just knew, I just knew and it was powerful. And um, 
we waited they put her back on my chest and we're just there with my husband and holding her and you know our daughter was taking video and my friend was taking pictures she was here for like hours with us I think she was with us for like five hours maybe longer I don't even know and she was taking pictures and uh, she looked at me she's like Petya you're amazing you did it she's so beautiful I was just still in like shock like oh we're done this is you know like we did it and it was just really, really, really powerful experience for me. And when I was holding her, I, I felt like disbelief. I was waiting for the moment of like that never ending love. Like, oh, I like, you know, the love that it's coming through. And I, I, I don't know. It's like I felt relief and I felt happy that she and me are OK. And then we waited for the court to not have any more blood because, you know, sometimes they cut it too early and baby doesn't get all the nutrients and blood and iron and everything it needs so we waited for it and our midwife made sure that all the blood is already there with the baby and then she um I believe my husband cut the cord I was like a little bit out of it I think he did it and then they gave the baby girl to her because the midwife said that I'm bleeding more than she would like to see so she said we just get to get out the placenta because normally you have like you know, like 30 minutes up to two hours to get it out. But she was like, I see more blood. Let's get it out. I want to make sure that you're okay, that the placenta is intact. So there came another pushing and it, you know, she was like making sure that the placenta is coming out. And I'm like, oh, I thought I'm already done. She was like, I know, I know you're tired, but, um, you know, we get to get this out. So it, it took a little while. I don't really know how long because like I said, it, it's a little bit of blur. Maybe 15 minutes, maybe, you know, 20, no longer probably. Um, when I was like pushing the, the placenta out and when we got it out, they got me out um, of the bathtub and got me to bed and just like cleaned me up and gave me the uh, the diaper and and then my husband came to bed with me and you know we didn't clean the baby we didn't give her half anything it's just like we held her and and you know cover her with a warm like towel and then the midwife you know came and and put the baby on my on my chest and like showed me how to breastfeed and I was just like laying there in a bed and I just could not believe it like she's out she's here she's you know drinking out of my body it was incredible and it's interesting you know because it's just it's it's if you haven't experienced it it's so challenging to like explains all those mixed feelings and also every baby every birth is different and I truly believe that the babies they chose their experience they chose their parents how it's meant to be so this is what Sophia Marie chose for us and we didn't pick her name we just had you know a few favorites we knew that Marie is going to be middle name because it's the name of my grandma and um we were laying there and my husband was you know there with us and he was like so what are you saying what about the name I was like Sophia I think Sophia right he was like I think so right and we were just like looking at her and she had like you know started to have like the pink beautiful skin and and just like her eyes were like blue but a little cloudy and I'm like yeah let's let's be it let's be Sophia so we stayed there and and 
the midwife and doula, they stay with us for a while. And then when they start packing and the day will leave, I'm like, are you sure? Like, what now? Like, I'm going to stay here, you know? I knew that they will, you know, come back and check on us and um, postpartum visits. But I just like, couldn't believe that she would be there and stay there and, and like that's it and so my husband was helping me for next couple of days like even like go to the bathroom thank goodness like we didn't have any tears and nothing we were both fine and it was just beautiful beautiful experience her she still has a little bit marks on her head just because she was hanging out like halfway for a little bit so but besides that that's why I say it's very positive experience because I felt even though I was going through fear and doubt and discomfort and it was very intense experience I felt held I felt loved I felt supported in no moment I felt rushed or our baby being rushed or like after she's being born like rubbed or anything no like she was just put on my chest and covered with a towel and it was really positive experience. And my husband, you know, when when I was birthing, when I was in transition, I was telling him, like, I'm not having any more kids. I'm not doing this ever again. If you want to have a kid, you're doing it yourself. But then now looking back, you know, it's it's so beautiful and it passes so quickly. Like the newborn stage was really challenging because we were getting used to her and she was, you know, crying and, and it's just like not sleeping. And I just felt, you know, like, am I doing this right? Am I not? What is happening? But just knowing that she's growing and gaining weight and, and, and drinking and our baby girl has a lip tie and tongue tie. So that made uh, the latching a little bit more challenging and the breastfeeding at the beginning really painful. Like, the second day when I was breastfeeding her, I was like crying. I was like, I cannot do this. Like, this is so painful. Like when she wanted to feed, like I was horrified. But then, you know, I, I it passed. Like we sought specialist dentist for her lip and tongue tie to see if we want to like do the revision to like quote unquote fix it. But then we chose like, let's see, let's wait. She's eating, she's gaining weight. She's latching well now. So I feel it's like a dance, trusting yourself, trusting your baby, trusting your body. And I see my body so miraculous. And trust me, there are moments that I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh my God, where did my body go? Where is my lean version of me? Like, why am I not? Like, I released maybe 17 pounds with like after the birth, but 30, it's still on me. I'm like, why? Like my body doesn't need it. My baby doesn't need it anymore. So just giving myself really the grace, really giving myself the patience and the presence, like presence, it's everything to her and to me. And it helped me tremendously to have her in our lives, to look at life differently, to look at life with the lenses of slowness and acceptance in a way of like accepting moment to moment, but not accepting any BS, no waste of time. I'm very mindful about time. So this was my birthing day. This was my birthing experience. And um, I'm glad I gave myself time because now I see it um, also from the perspective of being with Sophia for a few weeks. So I'm really thankful that she chose us and whatever experience you had, my love, 
it was exactly what you know you and your baby have chosen to go go together through and grow together through so thank you for listening to my story thank you for being here and um thank you for investing your time into growing yourself and uh growing your heart i love you <laughs>